Good evening and welcome back to Nobody Wake the Bugbear. We are a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast from Perth, Australia. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean and many more podcast providers. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok and Instagram at NWTB Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at NWT Bugbear. There you can see the amazing cover art of our episodes, shorts and audiograms and to interact with the cast. The cast, of course, being myself, Andrew, the Dungeon Master, and my talented group of players, Josh. Josh, who are you playing? I'm playing Pradonis, the Dragonborn Paladin slash Himbo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we have John. I'm John. I'm playing Cobb Canton, the gangly, scrappy, scarecrowish, young... Earth Ganassi Rogue. And of course, Doug. I'm Doug. I am playing Old Man Mordecai. The Furbolg Druid, perhaps? The Furbolg Druid, yes. And joining us for this adventure is our special guest, Nikki. Yes, hello, Chookies. I'm Nikki, and I'm playing Gelda. Gelda Wisp. She's a halfling ranger. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> You get me every time with the chooky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I will continue. This is part four of our playthrough of The Haunt by Phil Beckwith of PB Publishing. You can find The Haunt Trilogy Special Edition over at dmsguild.com along with Phil's many other fine works. You can also follow Phil on Twitter at pbpublishing1. Now, without further ado, we will begin. Is everyone ready? Yes. I'd say I'm about ready, yeah. Excellent. The intro music will begin. Last time on The Haunt. Two heroes, Predonos the Dragonborn Paladin and Cobb the Earth Genazi Rogue, left the town of Nesme in the early evening, heading towards the Lurkwood to the north. They are on a quest to rescue a young girl named Clementine. A one Lord Winston Price was travelling by carriage to Nesme and was waylaid by a broken wheel. While stopped for repairs, the Lord's young daughter wandered off somewhere near the Lurkwood and did not return. To help find the girl, Predonis and Cobb met with other adventurers who lived near the Lurkwood and knew it well. One, a disgruntled furbolg druid named Mordecai. The other, a dirt-covered halfling ranger named Gelda. It was from them they learned of Monarthus Manor, the last remaining building of a grand estate now reclaimed by the Lurkwood. A place where rumours say travellers do not return, and their strongest lead they have in finding the young girl. Upon entering the manor, the adventurers found it to be infested with evil creatures, gargoyles, cloakers, ghosts and spiders, and a tiny porcelain doll hell-bent on murder. They searched the bottom level and found no trace of the young girl. 
Upon heading to the second floor, they found evidence of the former occupants still haunting the old manor. The ghost of a woman cursed to reenact her death over and over again, and the aspect of another woman, dangerously beautiful with dark and deadly eyes. They followed the beautiful woman's aspect into a waiting room and were met with another ghostly scene. A small girl of no more than five or six sitting patiently on a long bench. The beautiful woman smiles at the child and offers her a small porcelain doll. The child smiles as the woman evaporates. Suddenly the child's smile turns to pain and anguish as blood-soaked stab wounds begin to appear on her silky white dress. She falls limp and tumbles to the floor before disappearing. The doll is left lying on the bench, a knife in its hand and a grin on its face. Everyone roll for initiative. Mordecai, what is your initiative? 18. Pray Donus, what is your initiative? I got 10. Cobb Canton? I got 6. 6. Not a good result from Cobb. Slow in the old bones now. <laughs> and finally, Gelda. Uh, Gelda got a 14 on their initiative. That is a little bit better. I wish someone would watch Time my eight. 6. Just before we start, I have something to mention. In the previous episode, I have used the Fear Lullaby two times when I can only do it once per day. Shame. Shame on Shame. myself. Shame. Shame. Ding. As a consolation, I have not repaired the doll after the last encounter in order to equalize the mistake. Mordecai, you are first. I still have my family, Dactyl, so I shall charge the doll. Mordecai, you are at the door between the hallway and the clerk's office. It is a small 10 feet room by 10 foot, and the door that Gelda is standing in front of is the waiting room. You can move up to the door and pass Gelda if you yes, like. please. 10 feet forwards to the east, and another 10 feet entering this waiting room. You see the small doll sitting on a waiting chair to the east. Copy that. I'm going to get as close to the doll as I can with my movement. You have moved 20, you have 10 feet remaining, and the doll is still 10 feet away from you. I would like to use Thorn Whip. Do I have to make a save? Nope. Then you may do it. A lot. 16 plus 6. That is a hit. Something. And it is pulled 10 feet closer to me and takes nine points of piercing damage. Done. Hello, little child doll. Is that magical piercing damage? Yes. Yes, it would be. It laughs, a strange little girl's laugh. <laughs> is that your turn? Yes. Gelda, you are next. Okay, well... For a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hex on the doll. Do I have to make a save? No. Then I am hexed. Yes, you are. you are. hexing one of my ability scores? No, I just deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage on all hits. Yeah, Very you, well. You pick an ability as well. Oh. So you just pick. Oh, yep. Also choose one ability. Okay. I'm going to choose Wisdom for the ability, please. Wisdom. Very well, I now have disadvantage on my wisdom. Yes, you do. And for my action, I would like to cast the cantrip Toll the Dead, which is a wisdom save. 
from you, please. Very well. Natural one. Fail. Amazing. Okay, so it's six necrotic damage all in total. I am still up. Any movement? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to move out of the doorframe to the northwest of me, please. So back into the oh. clerk's office. No, oh, okay, we're going that way. No, or to north, the east. E- northeast, please. Northeast. Perfect. You are in the top corner of the waiting room, and that is your turn. Predonis, it is your turn. I would like to approach the doll. Five feet will get you into the doorway, and another 20 will get you five feet away from the door just above Mordecai. And I will strike at it. The doll, I should say. Mm, I'm doing very badly at math. 14. 14 is a hit. Is this a magical weapon? Yes, it is. Five. 13. It is still up and giggles as you strike it. I will strike at it again. Go for it. Uh, 17. That is a hit. 15 damage. 15 damage. The porcelain is now beginning to crack. However, it is still up. And I don't have any bonus actions, I believe. Uh... Nope. That is your turn. The doll goes next. It looks at Mordecai just in front of it, five feet, and lashes out with its claws. Mm-hmm. 23. Hit. You take seven slashing damage. It now raises its knife for a stab at your legs. Nine. It is a miss. Miss. And it will stay where it is. Cobb, you are back in the clerk's office. What do you do? I would like the bonus action hide first. Do you have light on you? I don't know, do I? I'm, I'm, I'm on hold. I don't think I'm... Was I holding a torch when we came here? Good question. I believe you were. Okay, I'll have to douse that then. You may put out your torch for free. I would like to put out my torch for free. A bonus action hide. If you head five feet to the north, you will be out of view and now may hide because you are in total darkness. I'll do that. Is anyone else shedding light at the moment? Yes. Mordecai's flame ba- blade is shedding light. Can she see me through that door, though? No, because you are behind the wall currently. Yeah. Perfect. 16. You are hidden. I would then like to pop into the doorway and shoot her with my crossbow. You may have advantage and your sneak attack. I, I tilt my neck. And it sort of cracks and little dust plumes come off of my now powdery, dry skin. And I puff my lips out. And I, my, I grit my, my grey, gravel-looking teeth. And I say, as I'm, as I'm shooting, I mutter, Where is Clementine, you little bitch? Amazing. Uh, oh, that's still... Oh, 13. To hit? Yeah. That is a miss. I didn't think so. Your crossbow bolt flies to the back of the room, and that is your turn in the conclusion of round one. With advantage, I rolled a three and, and a six. Nice. 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 Mordecai, is back to you. I am going to hit it with my flame blade. Go for it. 17 plus a lot. Because you took damage the last round, I need you to make a concentration check before this attack is resolved. Yeah, I pass. You pass with a... 17. Then you may resolve your previous attack. Yep. 
11 points of fire damage. Your flame damage seems to deteriorate the porcelain. And as you strike out, please explain how you destroy this creature. I bang my hands together. And in a low growl voice, I yell, You shall not pass. And I just slice it in half. The doll falls to the ground and shatters into a thousand small pieces. And with that, the room now goes silent and initiative has ended. I'd like to relight my torch. I just walk over and as he picks it up, I just go, with the sword. That's Thanks. My internal monologue still sounds young, but my actual voice is old. <laughs> like the voice of a nearly 50-year-old man. You have now destroyed, or so you think, the doll that has been menacing you since you entered this house. Right, well that's done. Onward. That was easier than I thought it was going to be, actually. And I make my way through the door. I'm going to poke my head back into the little office area. Can we not dally and just try and find the girl, please? And look at the skeleton bro typing and just say, Excuse us, sir, we shall be on our way. And just walk off. It is destroyed from dust the previous time you walked past it in the room. Never mind. There is a door, a double oak door to your south. That is closed. I would like to open that door. You do that, Donnie. I'm not going through there first. You push on the door and it does not budge. However, it does give slightly. You feel if you make a strength check, you could push it open. Uh, this door's stuck. I'm going to get it open. I believe in you, Donnie. Like a Pokemon character. A really dumb one. Uh, no, I want skills. No, wait. Is it strength or athletics? Surely, you may make surely strength. You may make a strength athletics check to try to force open this door. Thirteen. Thirteen. You push the doors open. They swing open suddenly, and you all feel you are being pulled into a dark room. Please make a strength saving throw. This is my new favorite dice. Cat. I haven't rolled below fifteen on it. This is what I needed last session. Yep. And the session before that, and before that, and before that. And every other time that you've played D&D, yeah. Yeah. Mordecai, what is your strength saving throw? Dirty 20. Predonis. Seven. Seven. Gelda. It's a 16. 16. Yes. Eight. An unnatural force pulls you into this room, Predonis, and you are sucked forward through the doors into a room the doors behind you slam shut. Donnie! Donnie! Hey, bye. And this is what you see. Oh, shit. Bradonis, as soon as you hear the doors slam shut from behind you, a great gust of wind blasts the room around you, sending dust, paper, and curtains flying around the room. Piles of rotting corpses litter the creaky wooden floor. Then you see him on the ceiling. A shell of a man, shriveled, tortured and used, his body and arms semi-moulded into the blackened muck that replicates a ceiling. Slimy black vines creep through his flesh, pinning him to the ceiling, as the ends of the vines expand into drooling suckers that feed from his life force. A glow of green hue emanates from his chest, the source of the hue is a green emerald 
that spews out evil energies into the mansion, distributing the feed to all areas of this living building. The most potent looking of these green energies flows directly into a lifeless body, slumped with its head flung backwards over a wooden chair to the northeast of the room. Roll for initiative. Everyone. Shouldn't have changed dice. <laughs> Come away and play in the dark, dark house. Come to the cold party in its endless, tireless dance. In the house, the dark, dead house, where there is a darker heart yet hiding inside. Yes. Come play. Pray don't us, what is your initiative? Nice Two. Improv. Pray don't us, what is your initiative? Two. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. <laughs> Mordecai, what is your initiative? Twenty. Cobb Canton? Nine. And finally, Gelda? I got a twenty-two. Ooh. It's not bad. These people are better than us, Donny. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> the established adventuring party, getting their asses kicked by two old people from the forest. Gelda, you are outside back in the waiting room and the doors have slammed shut. You have seen Predonus being sucked into this room. What do you do? Well, that didn't look very nice. I might walk up to the door and try and open it. Is it still quite tough to open? It is now slammed shut and does not budge when you touch it. Oh, great. However, if you were to apply a certain amount of force to this door with your weapon, perhaps it would break, you feel. Much like applying force with your weapon to most things. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to pull out my moon-touched short sword and I am going to take a swing. Actually, I might take a couple of swings. Hell yeah. First one's a 19. That is a hit. Five points of piercing damage. The door buckles under your blade but remains intact. I'll take another swing for 22. You hit the door as well again. For six, oh, nine points of piercing damage. The door still remains. Ah, well... Can someone else have a go, please? I feel like I'm doing a lot of door breaking today. Do you step back? Yes. Stand back. Mordecai, it is your turn. Will someone get the goddamn thing open? Remember that scene from Phantom Menace where he shoves the lightsaber in the door? I'm going to do exactly oh. that with my fire sword. Very well. You walk up five feet to the door to the south and plunge your blade into the door. I thought you were going to liken me to Qui-Gon Jinn in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone else is Obi-Wan. An 11. 11 does not hit. It is a door. (laughs) 11 does not hit the door. I guess I stand back. You stand back five feet. Cobb, it is now your turn. Donnie! I'm going to also attack the door. You move up. I'm going to attack the door with my short sword. You may make attack roll. Cobb, Cobb, there's a creepy guy in here. Are you emitting light, Predonis? Uh, my wings aren't emitting light, but they're kind of... Then you do not see in this darkened room. It is pitch black. 18. 18, you hit the door. You do not get sneak attack. No, I didn't think so. 7. The door remains. What is this fucking door? It is two large oak doors. I, I kick it in frustration. Ugh! Do not break your toe. Is the girl in there, perhaps? 
I can't see. I'll help with the door. Predonus, you sense movement to your east. What the fuck is that? You hear something get up from out of the chair and you hear a cackle and haunting laugh as you hear the sounds of a transformation. (laughs) And you hear the casting of a spell. You hear... And in front of you, you hear bodies start to writhe, wet mush of sounds from a bundle of corpses in the centre of the room, almost reaching the ceiling. Times like this, I wish I had my breath. As you sense, three creatures begin to move towards your position. You are at disadvantage, and they will claw at you. The first undead creature is a 16 to attack. I actually need to check. Miss! A third creature walks over to you and claws you. 16 is also a miss. Predonis, it is your turn. Oh boy. I'm considering my options. <laughs> uh, are the doors five feet away from me? Is that what they are behind me? The door behind you that you were sucked through is closed and five feet behind you to the north. Uh, okay. I would like to attack the door twice. <laughs> you may do that. 18 plus 7 is 25. You hit. Do your damage. 15 damage. The door begins to crack. However, it is still structurally sound. 20 to hit. That is a hit. Another 15 damage. You burst your way through the door and the room is now lit. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You see in front of you, swarming around you, three undead creatures with long fingernails. Their skin is a sickly bluish green colour. Their eyes are glowing. Whoa. And the tongue lazily flicks out of its mouth. You guys are ugly. I'll help. (laughs) Um, I just want to check. Uh, Can I determine... Can I see the other creature yet? It is just past you and the light... Doesn't of Gelda and Mordecai does not okay. enter the room that far. Whoa. Um, I have holy water here and here. Help! And I'll just... Yeah, that's my turn. Top of round two, Gelda. You now see into this room. You have dark vision and the light of your sword is also lighting it up. You see three undead humanoids surrounding Predonus, then you see a mountain of corpses in the centre of the room. What do you do? Uh, when the door swings open, I'm like, oh, hey, you go? oh, God, what's going on in there? And then I'm going to take a step in. Ten feet will get you into the room to the yes, south. Yes, and I'm just going to use my moonlit short sword to attack the one, yes, to my... One to the west. West, yes. You may strike. Uh, two attacks. Bollocks, give me two seconds. Oh, I wanted to ask if I could f- determine what they were. Sure, give us a religion or a nature check. Nope. Then you do not know. Some sort of undead creature. Um, I got a 16 on my first. That is a hit. Amazing. It's seven points of 
magical piercing damage. It is still up. <laughs> and the second attack is a 13. That is a hit. Oh, amazing. And six points of magical piercing damage. It is still up. Okay, that's... Um, I might just move a little to my east. Maybe one step to my east. You yes. take an attack of opportunity from the oh, creature you have just that's hit. That's fine. It lashes out with its claws. Seven, it is a miss. It is a miss, yeah. That is your turn. Mordecai. I would like to move southeast of Gelda. You move into the room 15 feet. You now see, standing up in front of a chair, just 10 feet from you, a horrific perversion of a beautiful woman. Horns are sprouting from this creature's thin head. It has black hair cascading down its back. It has ugly yellow spiked teeth and is wearing tattered black rags. And it grins at you. <laughs> can I make a free history? Sure can. Sweet. Not that that's any good. But that's okay. 18. You are confronted with the horrifying visage of a night hag. I recognize what you are, young lady. And I'm going to step towards it. You are now five feet away from this creature. Feel free to take your hit. Why? From the creature behind you, you have moved past one of the undead and it will strike out with its claw. 20. Hit. You take eight slashing damage. Please make a constitution saving throw. 15. You pass and you do not suffer any effect. However, now make another one for your spell. Your that, flame blade that you are concentrating on. That was for that one. So I'll make another one for that f- first one. Sorry, because I rolled advantage on that last one. Okay, now make another one. Okay. Uh, no. What did you get? Uh, what was it, sorry? Constitution saving throw. I got a four. As you move into the room, you go past the undead creature and it lashes out. You save against concentration. Mm-hmm. However, as it claws you in the back, you feel the effects of a poison run through your body and you are paralyzed. Oh, fuck. And can take no further action. At the end of your turn, you may make another save. Okay. What is that? What the fuck was that? You just see Mordecai enter the room, pass this undead creature, get clawed in the back and then freeze in place. So I can't do anything. You can only make a saving throw now to try to resist the effect. Okay. You know, like in um, in It, where like the dead lights make people freeze. So like he's throwing the rock and it just boom, and his eyes roll off the back of his head and just floats in the air with his arm dangling. That's what I sort of imagined. Mordecai, what did you get? Oh, am I making another save? Yeah. Sh- shit. Natural one. You are paralyzed and you remain so for this turn. Cobb, it is your turn. How... This is a strange question. How moist is the pile of bodies? <coughs> Quite moist. So throwing a torch at it is not going to do anything? You think not. Can I see the ceiling from here? You can. Pinned to the ceiling is a man in a tortured condition. Stuck to the ceiling and covered in blackened muck with black vines creeping through his flesh. Can I make a 
Arcana check. Yes. On. On the the things in the ceiling, or I guess a nature check actually. See if it's anything like. Is this the actual heart of the problem, or is this just like a? I know you said it was, but like with my character. Yes. Now that you are seeing it for the first time. What, what sort of check would I make? Would it be like a? Give us Arcana. Yeah. Fifteen. You think there's some sort of connection between the green emerald embedded in his chest? It is flowing energy towards the hag mm. in the corner of the room. I would like to shoot at the emerald. Mm. You may do that. I can't get a sneak attack bonus for shooting an inanimate object, though, can I? No. No. You miss the stationary object in the ceiling. I guess I'm just thrown off by oh. the horrific sight of it. Like, I don't miss the door. Would you like to move? No. In fact, I'd like to step back five feet. You step back into the waiting room another five feet. The hag in the corner laughs once more, sticks out her hand, and three glowing darts of magical force fly out from her fingertips. One hits Praedonis, and two hit Gelda. This is an automatic hit, and I will roll for each dart. Praedonis, you take three points of magical damage, force, (coughs) and you have to make a constitution check for your concentration. Fifteen tall. You pass. Two darts fly towards you, Gelda. More like they fly off the table. Yes. They fly off the table. The first dart does two damage. Please roll a constitution. Ow. Are you concentrating on any spell? No. Then you do not have to roll it. I do apologise. However, you take another two points of force damage. Okay. You have taken four in total. Ow. Ow. That wasn't very nice. Who did that? <laughs> Do we know what a night hag is? Like what type of creature? <laughs> After the magical missiles have flied out of this creature, the undead creatures swarming Predonus attack. The first one strikes out with his claws. Eight, that is a miss. The one below it also claws you twelve, that is a miss. The one next to Gelda claws out. Actually, it's going to look at the paralysed Mordecai and actually attack you with its claws. 17. Miss. It is ineffective. Mm-hmm. And that is their turn. Predonus, it is your turn. I believe my wings are still out, correct? I believe so. Are they concentration and how long do they last? Well, it was a minute and then we said that between the last encounter and this one that you said that I had them up? Yes. Yep. So I was just going to go up to the dude and just grab the emerald. Sure. And give it a good yank. The emerald is stuck in the man's chest and does not budge. Can I hit it then? You sure can. There wouldn't be any way of me knowing why it's like... It's like set in the mm. body and it's got tentacles ripping at it. Oh, um, that's right. I wanted to figure out if we knew what a night hag was. Mordecai will have to say it. Oh, okay. Uh, However, he is paralyzed. 25 to hit. You hit the emerald. It's a night hag. If you spit on them, they die immediately. (laughs) 14 damage. Only if you get him in the eye. And again? You may attack it again. 17. It hits. 12 damage. Does not look like it's having much of an effect. That's what I wanted to know the first time. Uh, I will end my turn by using a bonus action to cast... Oh, 
do I want to do that? No, I don't want to do that yet. I will end my turn. <laughs> Your turn has ended. I'm just reading. I was trying to figure out what category it would be. Like, would it be a fiend? Would it be an undead? Would it be a... Hmm. You can do it. Fae or whatever. Give us a roll. Have you fae. rolled for it already? I rolled for the zombies. Different. Roll for the, the hag creature. Miracle. No. You do not know what exactly this creature is. And that is the end of your turn. We are the top of round three. Gelda, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to extend my hand out and say, look at more, you dirty bitch. <laughs> and she's going to have to make a constitution saving throw, the hag. Please. I will do so. Is this a magical effect? Yes. 15. Uh, she saves. So I guess that's me done. Would you like to move? <laughs> I'm just going to check out my bonus actions. Give me one moment. Oh, may as well cast Hail of Thorns on her as well, which is a dexterity saving throw, please. Natural 20. Well, boo-hoo to you then. Does any secondary effect? Does a backflip. Go off. Oh, yeah, and every other creature within five feet. Nothing's within five feet. Nothing is within five feet of the hag. Oh, okay. Yes. Does it take half damage on a save? Oh, yes. Then you may roll that damage. That's three points of piercing damage. Would you like to move? No, I'm going to stay there. Thank Mordecai, you. you are still paralysed. Your turn ends. You may, may, may make another save. Eight. You fail and remain paralysed. Cobb, it is your turn. Outside of the room, what do you do? I don't... I haven't seen the hag yet, have I? You have not. The only thing you see is the mound of bodies, three of them which are animated and attacking Predonus. So I can't realistically plan to, to shoot the hag. You do not know of its existence yet. So I guess I just have to shoot at the, the things. You can do that and you will get your sneak attack. Sweet. Is that a natural one in your hands? That's a natural one. Then you miss this creature. Would you like to move? Yeah. Where would you like to move? I'd move in behind Predonus. You move 10 feet to the south and you are now just in the doorway, five feet in front of Predonus. And I can see the hag. In the corner of the room, you now see this dark, wizened creature. Would you like to make a free nature check? Yes. Natural 20. Hey. You know it to be the evil form of a night hag. What would you like to know about it? Weaknesses. It is a fiend. That was it, fiend. It is a fiend. So holy stuff. Wouldn't holy stuff you do it? You assume so. Would you like to explain this to the rest of the party? It's a fiend. Just kill it. Straight to the point. I thought we were going to do proper hag tradition and just scream hag at the top of our lungs like last time. Hag. Again, like it part two. Yeah. Where they just bully the spoilers. <laughs> can I, can I, I have movement left. You do. Can I duck back out of the room? You will get attacked twice by each undead creature oh, flanking you. Oh, it's okay. I've got something. It's only if something ends its movement within five feet of you. Bonus action, disengage. I've got, I've got you can bonus action disengage, I'll however. bonus action disengage. You do so. Would you like to go where you were before? Uh, further around the corner because then the monsters might want to follow me. You can move out of the room five yes. feet and now to the west yes, ten there. feet. Yep. And you are behind the wall. Thank you, everyone. And it is now the hag's turn. It points at the pile of corpses in the room and begins another summoning ritual. 
<laughs> and three more undead creatures rise up from the pile exactly the same as the other three. Is it a ritual? It is a spell. She is animating these bodies. Kill it! And they enter the round. Isn't that concentration? Wouldn't she lose it on the first three? Not this ability. Fuck a duck. The three surrounding Predonus, the two to the west will attack with their claws. 13, it is a miss. The one below it attacks. Natural 20. Oh. You take 12 points of slashing damage and please make a constitution saving throw. 12. You pass and you are not paralyzed. It's a low DC. It's a low DC. <laughs> one of the creatures joining the one next to you moves around the bodies, uses twice its movement to do so. It is now right below you south and reaches out with its claws. 16. Miss. It misses. Mordecai, the two new undead creatures walk up to you and will now attack. They have advantage. You are Mm -hmm. paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Claw attack. Actually, they're going to bite instead. Okay. Bite me. 20. It is a natural critical hit to any paralyzed creature. Fuck. You take 20 points of piercing damage. Are you serious? The second one. I'm down. You are unconscious and dying. Did you try and save last turn? Yes, you did. I got a... a Eight, I believe. Now that you are down, one of the creatures does not have enough movement to get up to you. However, it will move into the pile as a dash and it is right next to Praedonis to the east. And that is their turn. It is your turn, Praedonis. Everyone should attack. I'll stay here and take the hits. But I'm going to throw a holy water at the bitch. Is this a ranged attack roll? Yes. Please make it a disadvantage because you are surrounded by hostile creatures. Is that... It is a rule. Uh, It's a rule. Would you like to change your action, having known that? (sighs) I I guess I fucking have to. (laughs) Uh, I would recommend it. I will use Guiding Bolt on the witch. That is an attack roll, is it not? Oh, it's a it's still a yes, an attack roll. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, fuck, I've got no way of getting away, and your only option is to disengage or to just swing, or you can take the dodge action. Damn it! I really don't know what to do. Would you like to pass your turn? I, I'll just have to take the dodge action. Predonis, you bunker down. That means that for the whole round, right? Until my next turn? Yes, it does. Yeah, it's not just one attack. Any I... attack will be a disadvantage against you. Okay. With your Let's... high AC. Let's do that, please. It is the top of round four. Geldo, it is your turn. You have just seen Mordecai. Don't forget, I've got holy water on my belt, people. Morty, no. <laughs> he is unconscious and dying on the floor, paralyzed. Okay. I do. I did tell everyone I've got a bag of good berries on me. Okay. Do you have a potion gilder or a healing spell? I do, spell? I do, but I had a whole idea planned out and this sure. just ruined it. <laughs> is it just a bonus action to give action. A, a potion? He is five feet to your southeast. You can do that with an action. However, if you do heal him, he becomes conscious and prone and still paralyzed. What? Wouldn't I lose the paralyzation? Surely. No. 
What? Why? Because I'm unconscious. Surely. No, you're still paralysed. Look, I'm sorry, Morty. You're just going to have to wait. You're just going to... It's just a quick nap. Just hold on a second. When you got knocked unconscious, was that your turn? No, it was my turn. So it's not your turn. You can still make your save for that every turn to break out of it, of course. Gelda? For a bonus action, I'm going to try and cast Hail of Thorns again, which is a dexterity saving throw. On? The Hag. 17. Bollocks. Okay, and with my action, I'm going to cast Silence. That is a spell. You cannot cast the two spells in a turn. One was a bonus. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Well... You may cast a cantrip. You can use your action to grapple him and then drag him at half movement out of the room. However, you will provoke one time. I might just take a swing with my moon touch short sword at the one that's right in front of me. You may take two attacks. Uh, 18 for the first one. That is a hit. Let this be a lesson to always make sure you put in at least one short rest. Hmm. Eight points of piercing damage. Eight points of piercing damage. This creature is still up. Second attack. 13. That is a hit. And six points of piercing damage. Still up. Okay, that ends my turn. Mordecai, first off, it is your turn. Please make a death saving throw. Don't more to die. Uh, 18. You have one success. Now watch. Now I... roll your paralyzation. 11. You are no longer paralyzed. Thank fucking Yay. God. That is your turn, Cobb. I really want to know if these are resistant to non-magical. You have not seen nice. they, they are. I would like to roll a bonus action hide. I'm just out of the light there. You are just out of the light. Actually, you can be seen... By one of the creatures. But I'm out of the light. It's got dark vision. Oh. However, you would have known that and moved five feet further back into the room. I was going to say, I wasn't going to hide from it. I was going to hide from the hag. Yes. You can hide from the hag. Nine. You are not hidden from the hag. How am I not hidden from the hag? She can't see me at all. If you move, it will hear you. Yes. And know your location. I've got... I'm a, I'm a level 5 rogue with plus 3 stealth. What is that? <laughs> do, you, do you have any proficiencies? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna... I don't know. I'll just shoot normally then. I'll just pop out. You pop out and shoot normally. Would you like to shoot the hag or one of the undead creatures? The hag. Do you want to roll a free knowledge check on the undead creatures? Okay. 13. They are ghouls. <laughs> ghouls? Ghouls. Ghouls? Okay. Ghouls. If I know anything about ghouls in D&D, is that often there's a ghast hiding among the ghouls, but... The only ghastly creature is the night hag. Yes. I would like to shoot the night hag. Pop in and shoot the night hag. Pop in? Yes. You will be five feet away from those creatures? Yep. You may now shoot the night hag. Natural 20. You hit. However, this is not... You do not get sneak attack. No. Because there's no ally within five feet. I would have been. You would have been, Mordecai, if you had not been knocked unconscious. So on the the plus three, does that mean that plus six overall? Did you roll a disadvantage because you are five feet away from a creature? No, I didn't. Would you please roll a disadvantage? 
<laughs> you miss? Yes. Oh, buddy. Do you stay put? Well, yeah, because I can't bonus action disengage. So if I'm... No, you know what? I've got evasive... i got... Uh, evasion? I've got whatever it's called. Josh uncanny dodge. Groaning. Uncanny dodge. I've got uncanny dodge, so I don't care. I'll just move out. Does that affect direct attacks or is it for area of effect? What? Or is direct that attacks. Uncanny dodge is anything. Oh, okay. It's everything. I don't know what it is in critical role, but in real D&D, it's everything. No, we were trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, you may before. use your reaction to halve the damage yes. done. As you attempt to move, the two ghouls attack out with their claws mm -hmm. as their reaction. Mm -hmm. Natural 20. Oh, good. You take 11 slashing damage. It's just what I wanted. Please make a constitution saving throw. So that's 11 overall. 11 total. Can I halve one of them? You can now halve this damage with your reaction. Yep. And now make... A constitution saving throw for the rotting, paralyzing effect. Eight. You are paralyzed. Eh. And you may end your turn by making another save right now. I think if Mordecai is brought back up, being a druid can do lots of healing stuff. And summoning. That's and a 20. Summons. Fuck summons. Well. You save and you are not paralyzed any longer. However, that is your turn. Did I move out? No. Because you got paralyzed. You were paralyzed. Your movement was... I don't know. That was a thing. And now you saved against it for the end of your turn. Happens before the movement happens. Yes. So my entire... So I didn't do anything good. My entire round. Didn't even get to move back. I just moved in like an idiot. Gertrude looks at the green emerald, holds out her hand, and green energies flow into her and revitalize her. Fuck's sakes. And so we can't attack it. We can't remove it. We can't attack it. We can't remove the emerald. We can't. And she just keeps piling on enemies. So I don't understand. <laughs> it's a. It's. It's very gimme. We, we just have to stomp her. She looks out at you, Predonus. Holds out a black fingernailed finger. Please make a Constitution saving throw. No, it's a ranged spell attack. Natural four. Yes. It misses, and she cackles. <laughs> Get you next time. <laughs> she grins in the corner. It is now all the ghouls' turn. Ghouls, ghouls. Cobb, you are not paralyzed. Yeah. However, you are attacked with a claw. Only to get paralyzed again. Fifteen. Uh, yes. You take six slashing damage, and please make a Constitution saving throw. The other one attacks you, Gelda. The one five feet from you. 17. Yeah, that hits. You take seven points of slashing. Please also make... Yeah, I'm paralyzed. ...saving throw. You are now paralyzed, Cobb, once more. And so am I. Gelda, you are also paralyzed. Okay, so we're dead. So this is the TPK. <laughs> the other three ghouls that can reach Predonus make their three attacks. They would make these a disadvantage because he did dodge... The first attack is a miss. The middle one's attack is a 20. A disadvantage? 23 and a 20. Damn. Yeah, that hits. You take seven slashing damage and also please make a constitution saving throw. Natural one. <laughs> and it's the end of my turn, so I'm going to do that again. <laughs> it's not. It's still their turn. Oh, it's their turn. Yeah, the first oh, one right. attacked you, got that double 20 and 23, did the seven slashing damage, you failed the save, you are paralyzed, 
I'm just checking its claw. If the target is a creature other than an elf or undead, which you are, you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be paralyzed. What are you? Halfling. Halfling. Uh, the target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself as an, a success. I will attack two more times. Two more times? Two more ghouls remain. Where? The other two. Yeah, two have attacked oh, me. Oh, I'm an idiot. One has attacked you. I'm an no, idiot. One missed and the other one attacked me. One attacked Cobb and one attacked Gilda. Yeah, the two, yeah and Miss- then one attacked me and got a four. Well, not, not a four. Um, one attacked and said miss. You called it oh, out. The middle one. You are yeah. correct. So there is one more remaining, not two. Yes. What's the matter, John? Mr. DM. Yes. I have Skirmisher. Yes. Which means I can move up to half my speed as a reaction when if an enemy ends its turn within five feet of me. It has not ended its turn within five feet of you. It did not move at all. You move towards it. Okay, well, its turn is nearly over now, though, right? You're paralyzed. You're paralyzed. <sighs> it hit you on a reaction as you were moving away, correct? And then you saved hit, against it. It hit on its turn. And then turn. you used your reaction anyway. Yeah, because... And you don't have anything where you're attacking, you get it free, yes. disengage or anything like that. Well, never mind then. 21, Predonus. Oh, yeah, that definitely It hits. is a critical hit because you are paralyzed. And you take eight slashing damage. And it is now your turn. The only thing you can do is make a save. Someone pick a dice for me because this is very important. This never works, but... Natural one. You fail and are still paralyzed. That is your turn. Sorry. Gelda, are you paralyzed? Yes. Then there is nothing you can do. Please make a save. It is DC 10. No, I got a six. You fail and are paralyzed. That is your turn. Mordecai, you are have to make another death saving throw. I'm sorry, Morty. You're up. I'm just trying to find where this um, critical hit rule is because I've never heard of it. It's the incapacitated condition. Are we incapacitated? You are paralyzed. I failed a death save. You have one success and one failure. And that is your turn. You're not paralyzed now, correct? You saved from that. You're just making death saves. Cobb, you are paralyzed. Please make your save. He's rolling. 17. You pass and are no longer paralyzed. However, the night hag in the corner. Uh huh. (laughs) Uh huh. That's real cute. She casts another green ray at you, Predonus. You are paralyzed, so this is ed- with advantage. Uh, melee attacks are at advantage, aren't they? You're paralyzed, so it's not that you're... See, the thing is, Andrew, what's going to happen is I'm going to not be able to move anywhere because I use my entire turn to get unparalyzed, and they're just going to hit me again and paralyze me Not again. if you disengage. Well, you just skipped over me. I just got unparalyzed. Yeah. So you're not paralyzed now. Yeah, but then you just went on to attack make the hag do something. You can do that as a reaction, as right? Part of the, as part of the paralyzed condition, attack rolls against you have advantage. Yeah, if they end their turn within five feet So of this me. is an attack roll. So if they use their turn to paralyze me again, then I can't. Where does it say that? Sorry, I just want to... It's under to be, the paralyzed condition. Yeah. You have to be within five feet to get it. But it's just here. Any attack of the creature that hits is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet. There's nothing that says that the attack itself... Just as we within five. Oh, feet. attack rolls against the creature. There you go. In the middle. Yeah. What is your AC? 18. 18. I rolled a 13 on the dice. I'm just checking my spell attack bonus. Today, in How to Play Dungeons and Dragons, we're going to be talking about the Paralyze spell. How does it work? What does it do? It's not a spell, it's a condition on their claw. Is it complete bullshit? Why can monks do it for no reason? Find out more 
Nobody wake the bugbear. Mm, they can't actually. That's a stun effect. She has a plus six to her spell attack. She rolled a thirteen. That is a nineteen. You know, yep, all that hits. You know, in certain video games where an enemy hits you and stuns you for two seconds, and then you get into a loop where it just keeps hitting you as soon as you try to move. So you just dark souls. You just sit yeah. there until stun you lock. die. That's what I'm in. Yeah, I'm in no. a stun lock right now. Monks are great. Donus, please make a Constitution saving throw. Monks are the only PC that can just stun lock enemies. It's amazing. Sixteen. Actually, I don't need to make a. You can make this save at the end of each of your turns. Instead. You are hit with a ray of enfeeblement. The attack did hit you. And now that it has hit you, you only do half damage with your weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. Mm. <laughs> but you have rolled a 16, mm-hmm. so I'll consider that your save on your turn. However, now the ghouls attack. This yep. fucking encounter. So all the ghouls can now attack. 16 is a miss for the first ghoul. Mm. 15 is a miss for the second. 18 is a hit for the third. Are they all attacking me? Those three. Every single one. The three around you, yes. Oh, surrounding well, you. At least I mean, they're not attacking me. Yeah. They're about to. There's five of them. Two so of you them take you. six slashing damage. You are paralyzed, there. correct? Yes, yeah, so is an critical, auto crit. This so is an 12. auto crit. So I, no, it's not double. I'm rolling again now. Oh. It's 13 total. There is one more ghoul to attack you. 20 and a 21. Yeah, you take ten slashing damage. Yeah, I'm down. You are now oh. unconscious. This is a brutal encounter. Didn't you take the dodge action? That was but a while I'm ago. Incapacitated. Right. There are two ghouls left to make their attacks. Predonus is down. Who is left standing? Me. I am. I'm still paralyzed though. And Gelda. Yeah. You are all paralyzed. The mm-hmm. ghoul next to Gelda strikes out with its claws with advantage. Seventeen. Hits. Oh no, wait, I'm not paralyzed. No, no, you saved. You I are saved. not paralyzed. Yep. It did attack Gelda and hit Gelda. You take nine points of slashing damage. Okay. It moves away towards the hag. Oh, I didn't even get an opportunity attack. No, and the last, the last ghoul <laughs> takes its place and attacks you as well. Natural 20. <laughs> Miss. It's already accriting you, so it's not doing any extra. You take... 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. And that is their turn. Great. Predonus, you are paralyzed. Please make your save. That was a 16, right? You did pass. That was for the enabled enfeeblement. enfeeblement. Now make your constitution oh. save for your paralyzation. 12. You pass. No longer paralyzed. Gelda, hey. it is your turn. Uh, hang on, death save. Oh, yes, you are unconscious and dying. Fail. You are on one death save. Gelda, it is your turn. The top of round six. You are still paralyzed with a shake of that head. Yep. Yep. That is your turn. Mordecai, please make a death saving throw. He's kissing his dice. Don't fuck me on this, Elder Mancy. Uh, do I add anything to it? No. Then I fail. Isn't it you add your constitution? No, it's a death saving throw, not a oh. constitution saving throw. So there's nothing. All right, I fail. What did you get? I got a nine. One below. Yeah. You have two failures and one success. Damn it, Eldermancy. Cobb, you are not paralyzed and you are still up. What do you do? Your team now has all fallen around you. Can I move away without incurring opportunity attack? No, I cannot. Disengage. Yes, of course. Bonus action. Oh, do I just... Am I a coward? Should I just disengage and run away? You're an old man now. (laughs) You have to make your own (laughs) Bring Pradonis back from the dead. (laughs) (laughs) Because... 
in, in my dream world, I could cast Pass Without a Trace because I'm a Ganassi. Mm. And then what and what, what I'd like to do is like climb up the wall and then like cut the the emerald out. But I don't think I can do that all. Because I don't think I can climb these walls. Because what kind of walls are they? Just They're normal molded. mansion walls. Yeah, sorry. Well, there's vines. No, there isn't. Mm. There's vines on the ceiling. Black mush. Mm. Black goo. Oh, do they come down the walls? Kind of moldy. Yeah. I probably shouldn't touch those, should it's I? It's kind of slippery, though. It looks kind of slippery. Oh, I might as well try. I was going to... Are you going to climb? Can you just attack the dude? Can you heal anyone? I was going to try and cut his head off and put him out of his misery. <laughs> I can't heal anyone. I've got good berries. I could try and grab your good berries. Would I be able to... You can also grab a friend and drag them out of the room. Who do you like the most? Well, realistically, I'd rescue Predonis because we're partners. You can do that. However, he'll be still be unconscious and unable to help you. And they'll just follow me out. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I can heal. But how am I going to get you out? You don't have to get me out. Well, just grab your good berries and shove them in your gob. Just grab my good berries in general. Just put the potion of healing on my belt uh, in my mouth. What do I do? There's no point. Okay, we have to retreat. Retreating is the game. But the problem is we've bashed the door in, so we can't bar it. Just run and bar the next door. Cobb, what do you do? You can leave or put a potion of healing in my face and try and leave without the dodge. But it's going to be their turn next and they're just going to fucking stomp It is their turn next. Yeah, that will will be their turn next. It won't. It won't. The only one that can do healing at the moment is Gelder. That's effective because then it'll be all of our turns. Gelder is unconscious and dying. No, No, she's not. She is still up but paralyzed. Okay, she is still paralyzed. (sighs) What do we do? What do we do? I go over to Mordecai and try and get the good berries. Ooh. Are you bonus action disengaging? Yeah. You manage to slip through the ghoul's waiting grasp, and you're using your action to good berry Mordecai? Yes. You are healed. One hit point. Thank you kindly. And Thanks. you are now conscious and prone. And you've successfully acquired one day's worth of rations food. Yeah. <laughs> good. Your stomach is full. Um, All your death saves are now expunged. I have six left. Cobb, that is your turn. Yep. Oh, are you going to try and move away? Can Since I? Since you disengaged? Yes, you can, technically. I'd like to do that. You've got ten feet left. You are back in the doorway. Oh, you, I was going to say... Further into Gelder, the room. And then diagonally up would get you around the corner, so that would be ten feet there. There's nothing I can do to break other people out of their paralyzers, can I? So that's five, ten... 15, 20. You are now north out of the room, back behind the wall of the waiting room. What do you do? You got 10 feet of movement left. I'm going to yell, Mordecai, get them out! And then I'm going to move further back and like ready my bow to shoot them if they try and... Northwards to the wall, so you've still got vision? Yes. Is your turn done? No. Mordecai, the hag steps five feet towards you. Oh. You are prone. It attacks with advantage with its claws. Shit. 21. Hit. You take 15 slashing damage and are unconscious well, for once fuck's sakes. more. Who is still conscious and standing up? I am. Gelda, you are attacked. You are still paralyzed. Mm-hmm. It misses with an eight. Great. However, the one stands in front of the door and attacks you with a 22. You take a further 10 slashing damage. The ghoul that just attacks you continues its movement towards Cobb out of the room. Another ghoul lines up to take its place and attacks you, Gelder. 17. Yep. That is a hit. You take 11 slashing damage and now are unconscious yes, and I dying. Am. 
There are two more ghouls to move. They will move 20 feet north, and another will move 20 feet north and be five feet next to Cobb. It lashes out with a claw with an eight and misses. And that is the enemy's turn. Praedonis. Plus seven damage. This is ridiculous. Uh, gonna try and save. 16. You have one success and one failure. The round seven, Gelda, death saving throw. It's a nine. You fail and have one failure. One for the paralyzed as well. It's a two. You are still paralyzed. Mordecai, please make a death saving throw. Please don't kill me. Oh, you fucking prick. No. You fail. Cobb, it is your turn. The ghouls are chasing you out of the room right in front of you to the north. Five feet is a closed window. Do I still have my torch? You do not. It's a... What kind of... Like a glass window? A curtain closes it, but it is... Looks like an old glass window. What about to the east of me? To the east of you is another window 20 feet away. Can I... You can disengage if you want to do it without getting an attack of opportunity. Don't know if I can disengage and also open the window. Yes, you can. It is a bonus action to disengage because you are a rogue. Okay, I'll bonus action disengage. Are you going out the window? Yes. The one in front of you? Yes. Cobb opens the window. Bang! Parts the curtains, disengages, and jumps out. No, I didn't say I jumped. Oh? What do you do standing in front of the open window? I swing out sideways onto the wall and grab the wall. And hang off the edge? Yep. You are now hanging off the edge outside the house. Yeah. Is that your turn? What's the surface of the house like? Is it is any- difficult terrain, but however, you can move. You've can only I, used five feet of it. Can I climb up the side of the house towards the roof? Yes, you can. I'd like to do that. Make an acrobatics or athletics check. 25. You are now on the roof of this building. I'm panting... I look down guiltily. That's the end of my turn. I can't do anything. I can't help you people. It is Gertrude's turn. The hag looks at all the downed people and cackles. (laughs) Slaughter them all! Yay. And she attacks you, Mordecai. Yep. With her claws. 15. Miss. Sorry, 26. It's with advantage because you are unconscious. Yeah, they hit. You take one death save. Okay. You guys are dead, I'm sorry. How many death saves have you taken? I'm not telling you that. You've taken two, right? I'm Four. not telling. And you've taken another one? You don't He's, need to know. I've taken... He's only taken one. I've only taken one. Oh, this is a reset. Yeah. The ghoul next to you strikes out and bites your corpse, bites your unconscious body. Your corpse. He actually said corpse. No, no. Four or seven. Miss. Miss. Uh-huh. You missed the bite. What an idiot. Uh-huh. The one next to you, Predonus, does the same thing with a claw. 16. Miss. Miss. The one next to Gelda to the north. 12. Miss. Another one next to Gelda. 22. You have another death save. You are on two, I believe. There are two more ghouls left to attack. One will re-enter the room and attack Predonus with a natural 20. You take another death save, Predonus. There is one final ghoul to attack Gelda. 20. Gelda, you take a third death save. I'm dead. Oh. <laughs> and you are permanently dead. Fuck. Here we go. And 
The night hag laughs. <laughs> Pray, Donus, it is your turn. Please make <laughs> I believe a very that. important death-saving throw. I am dead forever. When my body has the life leave it, there is a slight pulse within his scales that seems to go bright and then diminish and fade outward. Who knows where? Round eight. Mordecai, please make a very important death saving throw. Uh, yep, I succeed. You are on two successes. Uh, one. And two failures. Cobb, you are on the roof. You can hear the sounds of slaughter coming from within the building. Can I... Is there any way for me to... Uh, probably not. Just run. You have two choices. Run or go in, try for the biggest Hail Mary of all time and... And die. Possibly and die. die. <laughs> well, no, no, not possibly die. Definitely probably, yeah, die. Yeah, actually, yeah, you'll definitely die because they all get their turn immediately if you after can't, you. If you can't just insta-kill the hack, just run. I sit down on the roof running my hands through my hair, covering my ears and curled up into a, a shame, shameful ball as I listen to the sounds and can't do anything. It is the Night Hag's turn. Uh, the Night Hag looks up. She can see you through the ceiling. She casts... Um, instant death. It's a third level spell. She casts power word kill. <laughs> Cobb, you hear footsteps from within the room and poking her head out of the window is Gelda. And she says, Help me! Cobb! One of the ghouls attacks. There's no one left to attack. There's me. You get attacked with a claw from the remaining ghouls. Come on, come on. 13. Miss. It is a miss. Oh my god. 21. You take a final death saving throw. They all charged back on me, did they? That was the second one. They begin eating your corpse. Oh, okay. That's right. You are permanently dead. Yay. Predonus, Gelda, Mordecai, round nine, Cobb. Run. I know that it was a night hag. You do. I rolled highly on that. So I sh it's possible that I know that it can mimic people. Yes, it is possible. However, you can do insight. I'd like to roll an insight. <laughs> and I will roll deception. Not, not great. Natural 18. I'm fooled into thinking that's Gelda. With a deception roll... Doesn't mean you have to go back and help. Just means I have to be a coward instead of being smart. Yes. Deception roll of 24. God, this is hard to roleplay. I'm trying to think. You have only met this halfling mere hours ago. Your friend, you believe to be dead. Yep. Sorry, bird. I, uh... I move away. I run away. I run along the roof. Please describe your escape. I climb up the tower, the slope of the roof. I'm running deftly along the, the thin line of the peak of the roof in the night with the forest all around me, the thin strains of my hair in the wind, and I stop halfway up, my arms hanging at my sides. I grip my teeth. I look down the slope of the roof. I look back up. 
There's a little girl somewhere in there. I look back towards the town. I look down at the house. Donnie. Gonna come back and bury you, okay? I'm sorry. And I leave. As you look back at the house, in the distance, you see a pulsating green glow emanating for the windows that you open. And you escape off into the night. The fate of your friends and the young girl, you do not know. End of the haunt. Phil. Wow. Phil. Phil, 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 Phil. Phil's? No, Phil. 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 Yes, Phil. Phil. Beckwith, I, what an amazing a, module. I love your module. That's a hell of a encounter, I love encounter, your module, buddy. My guy. Six goddamn ghasts. <laughs> ghouls. Holy moly. Oh, ghouls, sorry. Go- ghouls. Ghouls. So let's, let's stick around and do a bit of question time if you like. Would At you least, like yeah. to a- ask any questions about the module? At least I got my character moment. Mm-hmm. You did. That was great, by the way. Everyone? Uh, I don't know. I, I love I love I love the haunt. Obviously, was that the actual was that the actual final boss? Yeah. Yes, it was. You do not know her name. Oh, yes, you do, because you were Gertrude, it's advisor Gertrude. Mm. You know this to be the woman that you met. Is there any questions you would like to ask, or would you like to leave How it? Open? If I had killed the body on the roof, would it have helped? The body was dead. The body itself was already dead. Yes. And then, if I had cut the vines. Would that have done anything? No. Okay. So those are those are the three things that so, I was looking at: is the, the trying to remove or cut the gem. The emerald was a wondrous item, but there's no way to remove it, except for killing the hag or the the witch. More basically. or less. Hmm. Okay. Was the little girl dead already? Hmm. Oh, I, hang I on. I don't think there was a little girl, to be honest. There isn't an extraction method. Oh, for fuck. Oh. And it is a DC 17 intelligence medicine check. It is called the Leech's Emerald. But right. because it's actually in the character. It is in the house. Dead. It is part of the house. Right. But so. you can't remove it. There's no way of removing it. That's the point. It says a skilled physician can remove the gem on a successful DC-17 intelligence medicine check, but the patient suffers 4D10 piercing damage. If you did remove it... I don't think it would have done anything. No, it doesn't affect the hag at all. It just yeah. allows her to heal, draws from its energy. What's the... What's the stats on that on that ghoul summon? Because that was the six. ghoul summon breaks the rules of the game. Six what? Six freaking ghoul summons. The ghoul summon breaks the rules of the game. Yeah, yeah it breaks the raw rules. I think it's, it's a legendary anime, action. Or it's like something. animate dead. Or it something, sounds more like a lair like action. Very it advanced is. animate. It is dead. like a step by step. Once someone is sucked into the room, the hag takes a number of actions. Round one, she casts the create undead spell, and she commands them to attack the closest hero. On round three, she does it again. Oh, was there a reason why I was the only one sucked in? Yeah, you, you failed. You failed. The, the lowest save gets sucked in. The lowest save. Okay. Regardless, no so matter what you roll. So hang on, it's designed to lock one person in there. Yes, it is. Oh, great. Yeah. It's create undead a... a it um, is a spell, it is an action, and it is yeah. concentration. However, it breaks the rules of the game. As if, it's, uh, if it's concentration, can she have more than three at a time? Because six... She used it twice. But can she if it's concentration? That's the adventure. It breaks the rules of the game. It's a legend. You just have to consider it a lair action. Yeah, consider this whole house as being her lair and she's using these extraordinary legendary actions. Yeah, Because six is just a lot. Yeah, definitely. It also says I can use Rail of Enfeeblement at round four, which I did. And that is also concentration if it hits. Hmm. 
the the method that I was going to try was to mm. splash the undead with holy water or hurt with holy water. Yeah, it would have done two d six radiant damage. Um, they are not resistant or to or cast vulnerable. divine favor on myself and yes. have an extra d four, so two d six and one d four. I just realized that Cobb counts as the final girl. No. In horror movie tropes, I was, who I survives, was, which, which figures because he is a virgin. Well, I would have, I would Scream. have. Um, my my plan was on the next turn drop the sword and fairy fire. Yes, because there was so many freaking things in there. Yeah, vanished to hit, and then I went down before I could do it. That paralyzation just floored you all. That's yeah. what I mean. Like six sunlock, six ghouls. Yeah. I had a lot of ideas and I was even just going to go out on a whim and I've got rope trick as one of my spells. Oh. I was just going to cast rope trick above the the emeralds to see like if mm. the dimension that would open up would stop her from being able to leech yeah. anything from and then we could climb in there and heal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just... Uh, Mr. DM, mm. what else was there? What, what other horrors were there to possibly <laughs> discover in the house? <laughs> In the ballroom, where you pass the dining room, there is a ballroom. And yes. in there, there is a courtyard. There is this old sort of swimming pool, which resides a beholder zombie. Mm. <sighs> that sounds oh, cool. Yeah. A zombie beholder. Yeah. It's metal. They're great. Yeah, a zombie beholder. And there was a magical weapon just laying on the ground, just yeah. past it, enticing you in. But you did not enter that room, so it was not. Mm. And that's the other, that was the only main set piece we missed? Did you rest in this adventure? No. Not no, we rest. didn't take any rest. Oh, that is a mistake, I would think, mm. in an adventure so like this. Well, we were worried about the little girl dying. We were convinced that there was a little girl who was going to die. Yeah, that's a valid thing. Any future DMs who have listened to this and want to run this, if you want your adventurers to succeed, try to encourage them to have a rest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And maybe change out ghouls with something that yeah. doesn't stunlock your... PCs. Yeah, like Honestly, Cobalt the long rest would have solved. Yeah. If we took a long rest, I would have been able to cast my radiant breath weapon on all of them at the same time. Mm. Yeah, It doesn't yeah. do double damage, I will tell you that. Yeah, but it, they wouldn't be resistant to it, and no. I would hit all of them, and I have three charges, three, two or three charges of breath weapon mm. that I could use, which I think would do a fair amount to... Yeah, after... I also wasted my hex on the doll. I should have waited. <laughs> after killing the doll... You could have decided to have a long, a short rest then mm. outside the door, yeah. but because opening the door or or pushing it open with a check sucks everyone in yeah. in sort of a cutscene sort of effect to increase the spookiness of the mm. adventure. It is rather brutal. It's very dark um, soulsy, actually. Mm. Except you don't get to respawn after you die. Yeah. Yeah. Cobb would yeah. Cobb would know that Donny has relatives. Yep. Cobb, do you head back to Nesme? And tell them of your failure, or do you just escape into the, the woods? I'd tell them. First of all, I'd want to get try and find a greater healing, so I'm not old. Within 24 hours, I believe you could find someone who can cast greater restoration yep. in Nesme. Yeah, I'd like to do that first and foremost. And you would be in debt for this service, as you do yep. not have the funds to pay. Yeah, that's fine. But you do, you do escape with your life, however, your friends... So friend. There's a part two to this, so we can always come back and try I'm, again. I'm not, I'm not there is a haunt there. part two. We do have the trilogy special edition. Do we actually? Yeah. Yeah, Phil oh, gifted God. it to us. Well, this has been the finale of Nobody Wake the Bugbear Plays The Haunt by Phil Beckwith of PB Publishing. You can find this adventure along with Phil's many other works at dmsguild.com. You can also follow Phil on Twitter at pbpublishing1. We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear 
You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at NWTB Podcast and on Twitter at NWT Bugbear. This episode has featured the Haunt original score by Chris Bissett from Loot the Room. Other music tracks have been provided by Alex Nakarada of SerpentSoundStudios.com and our own John Saxon of Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Woo! 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 Thank you, everyone. Woo! Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check Thank out. You. Yes, be sure to check out our other one shots as well as our grand campaign, Ghosts of Gauntlegrim. Yes, get whoop, pumped. Whoop, whoop. The other one shots are less depressing than this one. Yeah. Yes, it was an unfortunate Spoilers. Much so. TPK yes. and the first TPK of Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Not quite. Is it technically it's a TPK not a, if I run away? Technically, it's not, it's not a, a TPK. TPK. Oh, it's a loss. I, that's a technicality. Yes, you have survived, Cobb. So I. It's a loss, but it's not a TPK. It's a near TPK. It is a near TPK. We do not have a TPK. And for all the uh, would-be DMs out there, anyone that wants to stick their hand in and give it a go, I'm telling you now, like Phil's work, great place yeah. to learn from. Yes. It's the first place. time that I've perm- had a character that's been permadest yeah. that I was controlling. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And I'm sad. Gilda was great. Yeah. Has it been for me? Devastating. First. Probably won't be the last. First for you, duh. Maybe not the last. <laughs> no, definitely not the last. Well, I've escaped a very uh, pr- prominent moment. Prominent moment in mm-hmm. this role player's life. Anyway, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Thank mm-hmm. you.